That was Never Be Me, written by today's guest, produced by today's guest, Alex Greggs, along with Britney Spears and another superstar. We'll go into that in a second. Uh, This song leaked years and years ago under the fan-made name She'll Never Be Me. Uh, Thankfully, in the original Dell podcast, I've been able to make sure that we're correcting the information that is out there by going directly to the source themselves, looking at evidence, uh, exhibit A, exhibit B, and so on and so forth. So I'm happy that on the original Dell podcast, I've been able to help honor the legacy of Britney Spears and all of these collaborators. On the original Dell podcast, it's also philanthropic. We give back to charity. So for every question a guest answers, we get an item donated to charity. To find out more, go to Instagram. It's the.original.dell. Now make sure you see my logo on there. Uh, oftentimes, just like the song She'll Never Be Me, there are other duplicates and people who use similar names. Make sure it's mine. It's the one that many of these songwriters and producers follow. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. Uh, if you're trying to figure out which one that is, it's the account that Britney Spears' uh, Twitter account follows. So in this episode, we talk about this song. And we have dates for you, for those who are as much of fans of evolutions of songs. I've been able to do research on this song with Alex Greggs. We've been able to go through four different versions of this song. And what's been fun is I've been able to play some of the versions that have been leaked online. And what's been interesting is oftentimes many big uh, Britney Spears websites have had incorrect information or uh, sometimes they create their own kind of final edit of it or fan-made version, which fan-made versions are awesome. Just make sure we know that. We've been able to debunk many songs and many theories about songs, whether it was from Britney Spears to Brandy to Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, and more. We're going to be going into all that soon. But I want to thank you for listening, and if you'd like to support this podcast and keep it free for all, you could do a one-time donation or you can donate monthly for as little as a dollar a month, patreon.com slash theoriginaldoll, or you could just go old school, go to the website, www.theoriginaldoll.com. Give a special shout out to all my Patreon patrons, everyone from uh, Tommy to Tyler to Xavier to Rochelle uh, to Adam to Freddie, Curtis, Jenny, Tiff, Lucy, Max, Rami, all of these people, thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. Um, But I want to jump right into this. The genesis of the song is, we know the lyrics are, she'll never be me. And oftentimes when songs get leaked illegally, uh, people just kind of create their own title with it. They're like, it's got to be this, or sometime it was mentioned as this. 
Well, we went all the way back to the original files back in 2001. And with all the evidence that I was given from Alex Craig's, we know that the song was listed as Never Be Me. And we talk about the fact that She'll Never Be Me is such a hard title to say. And oftentimes you want to make sure that the title of your song rolls off the tongue. And She'll Never Be Me didn't really roll off the tongue as much as uh, people would like. So we're going to deep dive into Never Be Me and the album era that this was for. Wanted to thank you all for listening so much. And in the weeks coming up, there's going to be a lot of crazy things happening, whether it is with Britney Spears, songwriters, producers, and more. We want to clear up things. So if you have any questions or if you have your favorite songwriter or producer that you want me to interview, go ahead and introduce them to me. Uh, I'm always here to help and to expand the information that we have supporting the original doll, Britney Spears. So I'm going to stop talking and we're going to get right into this. I'm going to be welcoming back Alex Greggs, who's going to be around for several more weeks, as well as other episodes with Anthony Preston, uh, Maya Marie, and more and more people, and some surprises coming up, so be on the lookout for those. Make sure you follow The Original Doll on your preferred streaming platform. Thank you so much, and a big shout out to all the countries that have been streaming this podcast. We've been on 60 different Apple podcast charts globally. So thank you all so much. All right, I'll stop talking. And here is the show. I'm James Rodriguez Horton, and this is the Original Doll Podcast. The Original Doll. No, and so what I liked is that when when the song came out, because it kept coming out in pieces, and everyone's like, oh my goodness, this song, she really hits home. She's like, look at that girl, blonde hair, dressed to a T. Yeah. You, tell, you, you tell me, how can this be someone to fill my shoes? And I think one thing I know of is early on, everyone's like, well, who's the next Britney? As right. Britney's still there. And it's that's got to be bothersome to anybody because if they're like oh who's the next she's like wait when did i when did i leave because during that time she's still the epitome of a pop star right. you know she was the one during yeah. that whole era um so then how did let me ask you this then how did a and r how did the label take that where you know this america's sweetheart thing is like whoa, whoa, whoa i'm acknowledging what's happening here because that's a yeah. big step yeah, I you, you know what's funny is the label really didn't have like the song didn't go on the album not because the label um didn't like it or wanted and and uh, it was just there was just uh, way better stuff to go with. And um it, it it nobody really brought that up. Uh like that maybe hey maybe you shouldn't be saying this or whatever. You know, Jive Jive was well Clive was he was very pro artist, you know, he, he, he let his, his artists have a voice and, you know, he had a plan for them, but he was always very open to them breaking out or, or kind of breaking new ground. And yeah, I don't, I don't think that that wasn't, that would have been an issue um, because I think it, it kind of, you know, was pro <laughs> pro jive in a way as well, you know, like it, that that kind of attitude. I think it, I think it was cool, and I think everybody was really cool with it. No, nobody really batted an eye on on the content. 
it was it's, the song just wasn't it wasn't complete number one and um you know there's you know other good songs that that took place of it hopping out for a quick second because uh i had done my research on the song had gone back through youtube looked at some of the oldest uploads from like almost 15 years ago of you know never be me which people had listed as she'll never be me looking to see what people were saying and the speculations. And that's part of the original Doll podcast. I like clearing things up. One of the things that was interesting is some of the oldest videos say, you know, Britney Spears wrote this specifically about uh, her ex-boyfriend at the time, Justin Timberlake. He was dating Cameron Diaz. Several of these, you could you could still see them on YouTube, where like it was written about Cameron Diaz and her looks and everything. Well, in talking with Alex and seeing everything about this and knowing the backstory of some of these songs ahead of time, this song was created in the summer of 2001, a few months before the Britney album. And the third songwriter on this was Justin Timberlake. Yep, that's right. Justin Timberlake was a songwriter on this in 2001. And there were a couple songs that were worked on during this week. Uh, which we have more about the other song that was cut within the same 24-hour period. Uh, That'll be coming up next week. But I wanted to clear that up because Justin Timberlake did not start dating Cameron Diaz until 2003, uh, through like 2007. So we just want to make sure we're debunking that uh, because the song was written two years before and it was not about Justin Timberlake's exes because Justin Timberlake was a part of this song. So just to clear that up, so yep, Justin Timberlake is in fact the um, third person involved in the creation of this. All right, back to the show. And so who, so Justin did backgrounds for it. Who else did backgrounds? Because there's multiple voices. No, that's all. It's just the two of them. Just stacked, yeah. There are a lot of versions out there. Uh, hopping back out for a second. Uh, and what is interesting is... Several of the versions are fan-made ones where people just copy and paste. And actually, a few Britney Spears demos recently, people have been saying, oh, this is the demo, and all they're doing is taking stems from a release song and putting it in there and putting, you know, verse one as verse two. And it's just, it makes no sense uh, to make something like that up. But what I wanted to do is, in the background, you'll be hearing... Uh, a version of Never Be Me that the public hasn't heard yet. And you can clearly hear, you know, Justin Timberlake's parts in there. And what I think is interesting is on the final version of Britney's third album, they had What It's Like to Be Me, which Justin Timberlake collaborated with Britney Spears on it. And his voice is kind of front and center with that. But I just wanted you all to hear this because it's cool to hear Justin's voice. And regardless of their past personal relationships their voices go so well together and the songs that they created together were great songs Uh, and i don't want to take that away from from anyone so glad you got to hear uh, this exclusive on the original bell podcast and now we are heading back to the show that is because that is a full sound right there which i really like because their voices blend well together because even in what it's like to be me from the same the same era and everything is their voices make sense together yes, yes they they you, did and and sometimes people don't hear justin's voice until i tell them i said you don't hear that justin's in the back and they're like oh my god <laughs> you know they blend in there very well together it's kind of a shame that they never really got to do more 
you know, it, it would have been cool to have that kind of sweetheart, you know, duet kind of between, but you know, InSync was still a five piece. Uh, Justin hadn't really, you know, it wasn't until, you know, the celebrity that he did that, but it, it, it wasn't the right time, but if they continued to be together, I'm sure it would have happened and it would have been a really cool thing. You know, you said it wasn't complete. What was do you, like, what the, do you think? Oh, for me, I mean, it's uh, to me, it just sounds horrible because it was never, you know, the track was made really quick and, you know, that the track was made with, you know, with Justin and Brittany in the room and, and uh, was just meant to be a, a placeholder for them to sing on and then, to take it back and and really kind of flush it out and uh, it just sounds very uh chaotic and you know um which i have a bad habit of doing i always fill it up too much and then people have to come in and thin it out <laughs> you know <laughs> they're like uh, what is too much but yeah take got, off that like, last accessory <laughs> oh my god yeah you know then maybe that's why the background sound like that full because we 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 just keep stacking them and stacking them and and um you know <laughs> was there for you then working on that was for the britney album then uh yes. was there what was that hot sheet like what did they what did the label tell you hey this is the the direction we're going with well um it was always it was always the same thing we want to hit you know and and uh you're like okay yes Good oh, that's thing. it? Okay, good. I got it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I always make that joke. It's like they say that every time we want to hit. You're like, really? Oh, that that's new. Can why, you know, <laughs> when did you come up with this? This is amazing. <laughs> and um, but it was always it was always based off of um, you know, Max Martin. It was like just do something that's you know, not just do something like Max Martin, but doesn't sound like Max Martin. <laughs> so, but it, it it you know, with with in sync. And Britney, there was never because they were kind of already the the, the trailblazers for this sound. So it was never uh, like, you know, with other artists, it's always like we want something like Lady Gaga and Khalees or something. They'll name things. But with with uh, Britney and Justin, it was always like, you know, do something that their fans will appreciate and and just just push it a little bit further. You know, um, I know with InSync, that was such a great uh, I mean, fuck, I miss Clive Calder so much. You know, he, uh, if I'm sure Josh and Brian will probably have the same types of stories, but, um, you know, we we do something and it would be like, like when we did the two-step songs for NSYNC, um, everybody, you know, kind of at the label and everybody, except for, you know, us would be like, uh, I don't know. You know, and then Clive came in and like heard 10 seconds of just the two of us. And he was like, that's going on the record. This is me. Yes. You know, and then everybody was like, oh, yes, great. You know, so Clive was such a great person that would be like, it doesn't, you know, if it's good, it's good. You know, it doesn't have to sit in in a certain style. And since Brittany and Justin, I mean, Brittany and uh, InSync were. Everybody was copying them. They were, you know, it was, they could do whatever they, they wanted, as long as it, you know, was something that was in line with, with what the fans would expect, you know, um, like you couldn't go in there and do something like a country tune, you know, Did at you, that time. <laughs> so we just learned all about Never Be Me and how it was kind of Britney's response to all of the 
media coming at her trying to compare her with this or saying we're finding the next Britney Spears. Oftentimes I've seen in different interviews, whether it's from Janet to Madonna to Adele, there's always a thought like, ooh, who's the next this person? I don't see it often when it comes to male singers. So I just think that's something that's interesting about the media and possibly the misogyny in it. But what I loved is this song has become a favorite amongst a lot of Britney Spears fans. And like I said, there are a lot of different versions. Uh, Alex was kind enough to play several for me. And I'm going to be playing a snippet of another one. Like I said, there are different versions that have leaked throughout the years. Some of them were fan-made. I could have made a whole episode of me playing Alex these people saying, this is the demo of this song. And Alex is like, nope, that's not it. That is not the version that was ever released. This is a fan-made thing. They're using this different, you know, drum kit or anything like that. But I just think it's interesting so that we as listeners, as consumer of music, that we protect the honor and legacy. Because the other thing, too, is if somebody puts out a very terrible version of a song and you say, oh, this is Alex Gregg's, and Alex is like, that's not mine, people's opinion will change of Alex Gregg's if somebody is making up a fan-made one and it's just not good. And I've seen that more and more as the years have gone on in this podcast. So I think what's cool is people creating their their fan-made versions of it. Maybe they like a little extra drum here and there. Just put it that way. Mark it as that. Don't try to mislead people by saying, oh, this is the original high quality. And so when I play different versions for different songwriters and producers, they're like, nope, that's that's fan-made. It sounds great, but that's fan-made. And like we talked about with uh, Nick from Remixed at Nick, he's like, oftentimes these demos are not HQ versions. When you hear anyone say, it's an, high, it's an HQ, it's a high quality version of this demo, chances are somebody has done something to it. Not saying that that's the case in all of them, but a demo is a demonstration. It is you figuring out what's going to work, what's not. Levels are not figured out fully. A lot of stuff, and we go into this in the next few weeks. But I wanted to play a little bit of a fun little snippet for you all to hear, which is the opening. Like I said, many of these versions, uh, many of the fan-made versions of the she'll never be me have have you know parts have leaked and whatnot but i'm playing over this right now on the original doll podcast that is the original opening from this song and you may ask why do you speak over this well a lot of it is just to protect the song itself and oftentimes when i get these exclusive clips people are like that's not britney it's another songwriter's demo this this and that and you know, my job is to play for you these fun snippets so that you can hear it. Uh, there are going to be those people that are, you know, assuming that they are experts in something, whereas I communicate and chat with for hours at times the people who are directly involved, the people who actually created this, not the telephone game of this person who knows this person who created this one, who so on and so forth. So when you hear these exclusives, you know who this is. So when people ask, wait, wait, can you confirm it's, it's like you hear it with your ears. Uh, but I just thought it was interesting to be able to play for you the original um, intro to it, because there are a couple websites that are like, this is the version one. And this is, and as now we can say that is debunked, the original has that intro in it. Uh, so yeah, so wanted to hop out for that. But Go ahead and follow me, Patreon, follow me on Instagram. 
the.original.dal and make sure you follow the correct original dal. There are very similar title names, but <clears throat> those are not me. Uh, you can find it with a lot of the promo pieces and stuff like that on there. You can message me on Twitter, like I said, at James Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z. Uh, and that is the account that Britney Spears follows, her Twitter account. So if you're trying to figure out which one that is, that's great. And if you see anything out there that is just crazy screenshots and made-up things, report it to the webmasters. Uh, we've been trying to clean up the internet with a lot of just ridiculous uh, things that have been happening. And on the original Doll podcast, I gave myself the mission to make sure to honor and protect the legacy of Britney Spears and all of these creatives. And that's something that's important is a lot of times we've been able to debunk a lot of uh, false narratives created by whether it's people who didn't know or whether it's people who maliciously made things up. So my goal has been to just clear it up and make sure that everyone's on the same page and give credit where credit is due to these songwriters and producers who create the music that we love. So if you have any questions or anything, go ahead, follow me on those sites. I have more episodes coming up. Uh, we have episodes with uh, Luciano. We have episodes with Anthony Preston, Maya Marie, and so many more coming up over the next few weeks. So be sure to subscribe so you get access to this. Thank you again. And special shout out to all those Patreon patrons. Like I said, keep this podcast alive and free for all. Go ahead and even for as little as a dollar a month, you're able to help us do that. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the exclusives. I know many people are like, send me the unedited one. It's like, that is not my artwork to send. And these producers and these guests have been kind enough to share, you know, some exclusive content with us for the fans and not trying to sell them, not trying to swap them out or trade them. That's not what we're in the business of. It's honoring these people. So thank you so much for listening to the Original Doll Podcast. I am your host, James Rodriguez Horton, and have no fear. We have more coming up with Alex Greggs. See you on the flip side. The original.